Take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to chapter 37 of the Last Boy Scouts podcast. I am Jerry Sherwin. With me in our makeshift studio for the time being, we have Matthew J. Greco. Matt, did you just say it had been about a month since we actually last had a face-to-fast podcast? Podcast? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's been all phone, right? It's been all phone. I was Solos. gone doing my little Midwestern jaunt, my annual pilgrimage. Um, you did a great job on that solo. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. I was worried. I didn't know what was going on. It's, it's hard to do. I did a lot of prep for that. You must There's have done a ton of prep. On. It was fantastic. You had everything lined out. And not only that, you were able to churn out a solid hour's worth of material. It went fast. I want to be careful with that one because there's a lot of the Khabib Connor stuff still lingering. Yeah. So I don't want to There be, will be for a long and time. There will be. I didn't want to be saying stuff that was slightly inaccurate. Right. You know, right. Well, okay. the layers involved with that one. We're nothing. If there's one thing we care about on this podcast, it's accuracy. But that's you know right. what? There's also another thing we care about on this podcast, and that's that we want to take the little time to uh, go back and apologize for some of the comments and uh, innuendos and general topics we've discussed on all, what, 65 episodes of Going Down Swinging and the first 36 episodes of the Last Boy Scout podcast. We realize that we have made some insensitive statements, and we want to go ahead and just apologize for them and say that going forward, things will be a little different. We'll no longer be calling out certain groups and certain types of people. And I would like to claim a little bit of ignorance here. Okay. Okay, with you. okay. Not that it, it's an excuse, uh, but I'm going to quickly follow with an excuse after i say that just like that fighter says like you know i don't make excuses why i lost the fight but i was injured going right right, right. or, or right no now. offense but insert most offensive yeah. comment here that's what i'm doing right now okay so just an fyi okay okay just saying you didn't Where, know where's do i need a list do we have a whiteboard can we make a whiteboard list of things i just want to make sure i'm i'm not touching on a lot it's tough nowadays you gotta admit it's a little hard to navigate well, these waters. Listen, just just be a good person. That's all it is. Just right. be good. I think that ship sailed. Just a be long a good person. Just don't. All we do is just not need to be singling out people for for. Think about it like at your job for discrimination, race, gender, orientation, ethnicity, uh, disabilities, whatever. Yeah, just do, as long as we don't <laughs> call out those people, we're good. We haven't called. Well, okay. Uh, we kind of. We we are pretty careful. I would say. Would, yeah, I, but I think to a degree. Yeah, I, to a degree. I think there's a few though that I, I honestly, until we, we talked about it last week, and until my wife had brought it up at least once or twice, I was like, "What?" Okay, all right. Well, that's fair. If you didn't, if you honestly did not know, that's fair. I mean, there's one podcast I still listen to where the B word is used a few times an episode, and even in reference to one of the host moms. Like, it, so that's right. I just and they're a little old. Yeah. They're older. They're they're children of the 80s, you know, so their age is a little up there. They're probably that group of adults who say, like, oh, everyone's soft in 2018. Right, right, so yeah. maybe that's part of it as well. But I feel like I also missed a little bit of this. So I graduated in two, from high school in 2000. Okay. okay, okay. I feel like I was one of the last classes of people who had a little bit of that old school. And you're Midwestern, country. too. That's a, Midwestern, that's a bit old, old school, too. Highly populated white Midwestern rural town. Yeah, okay? and now that the race thing doesn't really matter. Only that in that you've never been, you've never made any racial comments. No, no, no. Yeah. But only in that, like, even when I go back home, friends of mine who I've known since I was five years old who have not left my hometown for other than vacations to Las Vegas or Florida, right? <laughs> who are not cultured and you know they don't want to be. They yeah. they're fine with it. They don't understand some of the things we think out here are not appropriate or right. on the other coast east right or west. right but, but they're the ones we're going to get hit with lawsuits at, at some point at some day i yeah. get it i get it i think yeah. i need a list or something 
So well, can you help me generate a list? You know, I will help you generate a list, but honestly, Matt, you're good. Like, you, you're good. It's just a couple things where, and honestly, the ones that I think that you've, we've kind of been looking at are borderline ones. And you, there's one area. where there's one where you had sort of said, "Oh, is that a bad thing?" I'm like, "Well, in this day and age, probably is." Okay. As far as those other podcasts, you're totally right. There are people. I mean, Howard Stern. Come on, that's that's like as right. bad as it gets. They can, but I think that we should hold ourselves to a higher standard. Okay, and we can. Do I think we're better than that. You've got a wife and a daughter mm-hmm. and and a young son, and mm-hmm. and I've I have a girlfriend, and you know, I, I think we're, we should be good, upstanding citizens for them. Okay, we're better than that. We're I still gonna be funny. Best. We're still going to be funny. We're still going to call people out. We're just going to, you know, be chill about it. It's a weird thing, though, right? That I, I get it. Yeah. I get all of this, but the yeah. in, there's no real intent. There's no intent. It. That's the thing that there's no intent, me. but words hurt even without intent. Have you heard, have you, the one great bit uh, that Bill Burr has in his Let It Go special, I think, years ago, probably eight to ten years now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not going to do the bit, obviously, but. The whole bit is basically that if you take a negative word, whatever it may be, right? Uh-huh. Or even not a negative word. Say, say you take a, a, a Asian. Say you want to say Asian, right? Mm-hmm. Describing someone. So there's a white guy, and you're basically saying you go into a restaurant, there's a lot of Asians here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, okay. Is that bad? Nah, observation. Maybe you're... you're, you're I might not vocalize it. might not vocalize it, but... Yeah. Clearly, you're, you're seeing it through that lens, right? So there might be something there. Okay. Right? Okay. But then, like, a lot of times you'll hear someone say, there's a lot of fucking Asians in here. Well, that's that's, that's bad. bad. That's right? that's real that's bad. bad. That's real bad, yeah. Right. And then the, the, the inverse to that is, like, someone much cooler than a, a, a white guy, a doughy white guy, right? Maybe a cool Filipino guy. Like one a of Howard or uh, a Quok, a Howard Quok, Nabe. A, Abe, something like that. And they say... Look at that Asian motherfucker over there. Not as bad. Yeah. They put the motherfucker after the Asian versus the white guy saying, look at this motherfucking Asian over here. There's, right? There's there's a lot of gray. There's a there's lot, lot of gray. gray. There's it's a lot hard. of gray with, with that. And uh, with that, it all comes down to context, too, and tone, and well, how you say it. That's please tough. know here yeah. at the Last Boy Scouts, there is none of the negative intent no, in any no. of the cultures, religions, races... Genders, ethnicity, everything. I hate white people more than anyone. Oh, we're the worst. We are the worst. Name, name, name one thing good about white people. Here we go. We're already right. into yeah. Well, dead air. I was talking yeah. about this yesterday actually. Um, have you ever been to? And you're not there yet because you don't have kids or anything. But you start making friends with families of the, your your kids' friends. Sure. Right. You have to go to the birthday. No, that makes sense. And yeah. All that. And it's whatever. You see them on a daily basis right. at school. And, and, exactly. Yeah. And I'm not talking like friends of like my wife's best friend from high school who now is. Kids. No, these are new these people. Are new people you have to, you know, acclimate with, right? Yeah. It's weird. It's always awkward. You got to make conversation. Common ground. Yeah, you got to yeah. find the common ground exactly. You probably don't tell them you have a podcast called The Last Boy Scouts. Right. 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 Off the bat. For fear of. Feel it off for fear yeah. Of exactly. What we're talking about here. The one thing I've noticed. In all of these parties we've been to, okay, where we go to a party with a white family hosting versus a Filipino family hosting, a Mexican family hosting, the white people, okay, and this is what really makes me mad because I'm a white person technically, although, like, what, 80 years ago, Italians were called Italians and not whites. So it's kind of right, weird. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I guess I'm white. Oh, Oh, that, that pained you. That pained I you. I didn't want to say it. I saw the hurt on your I face. I didn't want to say it. I saw a single tear streaming down your eye. But every party we go to, okay, there's not enough food. Oh. 
Have you ever noticed this? I'm not sure how it is with your oh. family necessarily. My oh. family's always been great with food. But me, I, I'm the one. There's four of us. I'm like, I made 16 brats, guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. But recently, we go to these parties. Like one time, um, there's a party at the at a park. It's a good friend of mine, so he knows who he is if he's listening. Okay. But um, there's probably 30 people there, inclusive of you know adults and kids, right? And the, the food was like three. Like twenty inch long, like cold cut sandwiches from like Vons that were cut up. sliced up in maybe two inch slices with, you know, the random veggie tray with the terrible ranch dressing. Oh, and, and the cauliflower's already gone bad. It smells terrible. like a sewer. The cucumber is just wet, just nasty. You can see right through them. Yeah, just hold them up. Exactly. It's, it's pickled. Yeah, pickled. Um, some kind of sweaty cheese plate. That's no, don't. Way with too with long. with the with the pre-made salami that they just like exactly. not the good kind, not the Genoa you know, salami. Just, yeah, not the I know exactly salami. what you're talking yeah. about. So that's hell on earth. It's hell on earth. And you notice, like we're like, we're starving. Like, there's not enough food here. And I thought it was a one-time thing, right? Thought it was a one-time. Hey, thing. it's a mulligan, right? Give them give them a right. one-off. Same same family came to, I think my son's birthday party maybe months later, and we you know you know how we roll. At my household, especially with the Philippine oh, side. Oh, you have, Matt, I, sorry, I, I do not want to sidetrack you, but you have the best spread I've ever seen. You had an entire Hawaiian section with, like, Kahlua pork, macaroni salad, some great rice, uh, all that. Then you had, like, the Filipino section. And then that had, of course, the pancit and the lumpia. And oh, it's the best. The, and then you had the salt and pepper chicken wings. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you had, like, the kielbasa going. And, I mean, I'm leaving out tons of stuff because I actually gained about 13 pounds. And the key is quantity. Not only quality of food, but it's quantity. See, no one goes hungry. No parts. one. And what I love about that, Matt, is because I hate waiting in lines for food. I will sit back and just talk to whoever I'm talking to and wait for everyone else because I can't stand there. Like in Terminator when the people are waiting to get <laughs> slaughtered. I, I can't do that. I just got to wait and go. You're in a prison camp. But exactly. Man, have some all, you know. I mean, it's like Joe Arpaio out there. I'm in the desert wearing pink clothes waiting to get slapped for a wet Snickers. And then... <laughs> But I know that at your place, no matter what, I can just wait it out, and then there's going to be plenty of food, and I can go there, oh, give me my Max Sale, give me my Ponce, where's my Lubio? Yeah, you're not going hungry. No. You're not going thirsty I either. have fifths at your place. Yeah. Not, right. not of liquor, just of, of servings. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And not going thirsty. You always have a great mm -hmm. selection of some craft beers, some nice whiskey you lay out for it's us. It's funny, because every time before the party, the wife always says, I think you went overboard. But afterwards, it's never like no. that. It's no. Like everyone went home happy. Yep. No one was starving. Okay, and if you have a couple left over for you, that's not bad, right? Not bad at all. You got some food for the week. So the weird part was at, you know, my party, my friend who had the previous party that lacked, you know, the amount of food that would be necessary to feed 20, 30 people, actually said to me, like, oh, my gosh, you got to do it right. He, he acknowledged quickly, See, like, he I got to do better. He knew the air of his ways. Yes, you're educating people, man. You are. You're teaching. But them. yesterday we had to go to a party, and this is a, this is a family. We I don't know at all. This is a friend through school type school, thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. great family, military family. Uh -huh. um, fun to hang out with. It was great. But I noticed I'm like, and the food was actually they they maybe hit it like right on the number. Like there was not enough. No seconds, wiggle room. Yeah. No wiggle room. No no waste. You know, definitely no plates going home, and that's fine. But it was tight, and I I said. It's a white people thing. I think this was a white people thing. It's kind of an epidemic, and I want to know from the fans if it's the same with the difficulty. Because for yeah. me, I'm noticing it a lot. And it's not okay, Jerry. No. The thing you have to make sure that your guests are happy, and satiated, See? and satisfied. Why white people suck? Isn't it? Guess what? Um, who started both world wars? White, white people. people. So, uh, well, the way I see it, much rather have way more, <laughs> have way more than just enough or too little. Because isn't it nice to say, hey, Sharice, would you like to take a plate home? 
Sure. Jim, would you have, have a couple? Charisse. I don't know. I think I was thinking of like, hello, Clarice, <laughs> but I changed it to Charisse. Like Hannibal, would you like to take home some some kielbasa? Uh, yeah, yeah. Some rum? It, it's great. Then people say, oh, great. And then guess what? Then they give you the Tupperware back. And of course, it, have you? Okay. Uh, here I, we go. Something happened with your Tupperware. I know where this is going. Well, it's not so much something happened with me, but there's it's another, I guess you'd call it faux pas or like social grace I didn't know about. So when I give someone I give someone a Thanksgiving plate to take home, the Tupperware, and I load it in the mashed potatoes and mm -hmm. stuffing and turkey. I'm totally. I'm sorry. I'm totally sidetracking us now. Oh, but there's... Just go. Just go. And then so she gave it back to me, and, and she, she had put in all these great – she went to um, one of the Mexican bakeries, all these great like, – Oh, she filled it up. Mm -hmm. And they said, they said, oh, yeah, that's tradition that you never give back an empty Tupperware. This is a non-white person? She Yeah, she's Hispanic. That's what I'm saying. A white person yeah. would never do I that. never knew that. It's not in my DNA I did to not, even think of it. Have you ever heard of that? No. You never give them back never. an empty Tupperware? I've never heard of that. It's sort of like, thank you for the meal. Here's something for, white for people you. people are lucky you get the Tupperware back. Oh, I just I keep it. Yeah. It's going yeah. in that drawer. I like this Tupperware. Or what I usually do is I know I'm not getting the Tupperware back if it's right. a white person. Yeah, so I, I, I have cheap Tupperware. Yeah. What I do is I when I buy like the big things of lunch meat, yeah. you know, just, I, I save those. Uh, okay. Those big plastic. So they're not super good, but I'm like, right. if I don't see it again, great. Whatever. Yeah. See, this has proved my point. We're yeah. awful. Remember the party? We went to it, Noel. Okay, that's good. That's good. We can actually talk about this one. I think. Because that's kind of a perfect example of us being in the in a different different seat there. I mean, we, we weren't able to be. We weren't hosting as white people, making sure people did not have food and judging. We were eating all the food, but being judged at the same time. Absolutely. So we went to just like you yeah. talked about a birthday party. Although they had a lot. Oh, the quantity. They, yeah, Filipino family. They did it amazing. So good. It was a great party. They had everything and they had all this amazing food there, just like we were talking about. And you and I could not wait to dig into it. Could not wait. We're waiting in line. Specifically the Filipino food. Th that's all of it. Yeah. For the listeners who maybe, you know, aren't privy to Filipino cuisine. Oh, it's so, so good. Some of the best, you know, I, mm, I have a tough time. People say, what's your favorite food? I, I don't know. I love Mexican. I love Italian. I love Thai. Filipino is right up there. I often say that if you take all Asian cuisines, okay, and talk about like what they are, okay, and maybe compare them to Caucasian cuisine or a, a mix of different Caucasian cultures, you know, Eastern European. Yeah, and, okay, and okay. To me, like sushi, like Japanese, like ramen and sushi, right, it's kind of like the fancy kind of restaurant very bright colors, intense flavors that you get from like a, yeah. a really like a five star chef. Okay, good presentation. It's presentation it's a work of art. Key. It's a work yeah. of art. Um, Thai is a, is a little bit of the same, but it's more like it's like southern to me. Okay, like mm. southern cuisine, just kind intense, hearty, hearty. Yeah, Filipino is like Asian Midwestern. Oh, okay, it's hearty. Okay, yeah, it may not appeal to the eye at all times, but. You want it. You crave it. On a, on a cold day in December oh. in Wisconsin, oh. and you're sick of, uh, you know, potatoes and, and what are the... Brats, sausage brats? and cheese right. and potatoes. Right. You can easily get into a nice chicken adobo, a little biscuit with onions over some hot rice. Can we say that uh, lumpia is sort of like oh. a dumpling? Kind of maybe compare Absolutely. it to it. Yeah. Every culture has one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone has one. Yeah. Oh, Lupia that's is fantastic. Oh, that's that is so good. I mean, if you, you give me some of that, I'll be set for life. I think any one of my friends in the Midwest who doesn't have the privilege of having Filipino food would easily transition into loving it because it has kind of a hearty, heavy 
um, I don't know the word is. It just sticks to your bones, man. Oh, it yeah, fills exactly. you up. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go off for a long hunt. Ooh, you need that energy. A beef stroganoff would be tasty. Yeah. But so would a katakata. On a nice bed of rice. On a bed of rice. Yeah. With a few lumpia. Yeah. Or a nice hot simgong soup. On a Sunday watching football. Delicious. I want some right now. See, who said we're not cultured? We're super cultured. I want to challenge everyone who complained. Everyone who sent emails. Cultured AF. The emails. Yes, the one email. Cult Chapter 37 is a new beginning. New, be new. In fact, can we call it New Beginnings? I think we did it before, but sure, let's do it again. Chapter 37, um, New Beginnings. You never finished the, uh, the story, by the way. So, no, yes. No, you're absolutely right. We're all over right. the board. We, we are all together over. once every four weeks, and this is what happens. You, you, you listeners are going to love it. So Matt and I are waiting in line for this amazing food, and we're, we have our plates, our eager plates we're holding in our hands, the napkins. What I do is, I on my, in my hoodie, that's where I put, you know, the little kangaroo pouch? That's where I put the fork and the, the knife and the napkin so I can have two hands so I can load Smart. stuff up. So we're waiting in line. Someone pulls us aside. I think it might have been a mother-in-law or an aunt or something. Yeah. It was like, oh, guys, and we thought we were going to cut the line. We're yeah. like, oh, yeah. guests yeah. of here honor right here. So we go. And then she takes over to the other side. And we're like bypassing all the, the steaming hot <laughs> chafing like, dishes. We're like reaching out like, no. I was thinking maybe there's a special like room in the back with even better. Oh, well, yeah. With, with exactly Small, better quantity, food. hotter. Something exactly. Like Maybe exact nice stuffed leather chairs that we can sit in while we're Secret eating it. Menu. So, yes, off the menu. It's like the four by four yeah. of this Filipino food. But then we kind of realize something's amiss. And then we're sort of like Titanic. We're like Jack and Jack and uh, Rose, like, no, come back. <laughs> and then they take us off to the other side of this giant it was a long picnic table. Long. And they go, oh, guys, here's your food. And they bring out Subway sandwiches, like some cold cut trios yeah, with mayo that. oozing out the sides, cut into fourths. With Cheetos and Mountain Dew. <laughs> just a big bowl of, I think it was the, the individual packs of chips and just like these Mountain Dews. Like, oh, here you go, guys. And we're like, I was offended. We're like, we, and I was just, I was crying. I'm like, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want that at I don't, all. I don't want this laugh. I remember very much. And I still make jokes to Noel about it. To <laughs> well, and you know, to Noel's, in defense of Noel, it was not his fault. He did not even know what was going on. I think he was just hosting. You're the racist grandmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what made us in, in the back of our mind. We're like, that's it. We're, we're yeah, seeking we're justice for this them. day. We're this gonna day. Get them on our podcast. All right, in fact, I want we should have them on to explain themselves, just like I a debate it. between Beto or Rourke. So, what was the thinking behind this? Yeah, yeah. What, what was what was the rationale there? It'll be like the, that Tiger Woods commercial. Did you learn anything? What were you thinking? <laughs> white people are the worst, man. Uh, guess who started the Korean War? Uh, white people. Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Both mm -hmm. Iraq wars. So angry all the time. Man, we just we love our war too, huh? It's bad. It's bad. It's a whole industry. I don't identify as white anymore. As of this podcast. What do you identify I as? I don't know. I gotta think about it. I'll I, tell you next time. My cousin yeah. <laughs> I have a cousin. Um she her skin, she makes us look like we're nice and tan. Mm. Right? She was born in milky. South Africa. Milky, milky white mm -hmm. skin. Born in South Africa. So she fills out every application as African American. Sure. I guess that's legit. Well, I guess you can, right? I guess so, yeah. She yeah. So I'm well, like, all right. At first I was like, say what? And then but I guess it's true, you know. Well, the Elizabeth Warren thing. Very timely. Okay, what is going on with that? I d actually, Matt, I've you, been gone checked out. for so, there's too much to keep up you with. You can't. I got, I got, I got, I got Trump. I got Elizabeth Warren. I got McConnell. Kevin, oh, I got Leslie Graham. I got The Zone. I got ESPN Plus. Are these all DLC. topics for today? Oh, I don't know. I'm just talking. No. Okay. I got too much going on. I, I can't do it. Stream of consciousness, Matt. Just go with it. Um, 
I can't. Elizabeth Warren, she's part of Native American. Who cares? I don't, I, what's the whole thing? So Trump owes her a million bucks? Why are we even talking about this? He owes her a million? I think he said something like, if she's a Native American, oh, I'll oh, give her a million dollars. Oh, 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 I see. I so thought... she got bored. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go do a DNA test and prove that I'm... She's like 1 to 154th. She, she she did that ancestry ancestry.com, yeah. which I did too. Boom. What are you? All white? You're the only person that came out 100% of me. <laughs> I have some Iberian Peninsula in me. Does that What count? is that? Russia? No, actually that's white. It's uh, Portugal, Spain. Oh, okay. Those things. But then but then it did like a rethink of me. I am guess what? British and Irish mainly. <laughs> some German, some like Eastern. Those things are hilarious. European. I think like 90% of the time everyone's like, yeah, I can't do that. Like it, it's yeah. rare I think you get a big surprise back. Yeah. The only thing that's kind of cool is sometimes, like, if there's enough info, it will tell you you're related to someone famous, like some old settler or oh. something. Not me. Not, not me, you. I'm just as, I am as government worker as they come, not related to anyone just famous. I'm just a guy. Just I'm a jag. A guy. Just a guy. Um, I think, like, my fam, we got, like, 6 or 7% Northern African because of the Sicily part. So oh, down. are you guys Sicilian? You guys yeah. Sicilian? So it's like that true romance. It's exactly. That, I think mean, that they scene. Came over and raped and pillaged, and and where were they from? I think someone in my family fucked a monkey one time, like way back when, like an actual monkey, because the hair the, on my body oh, the, is just not normal. But that's that's it good, is, right? It's out of You're my built ears like now. Conor McGregor, then. You got the long like, arms. Uh, arms aren't that long. That's what I'm saying. I got a little bit. Of, I got the bad part of the monkey DNA. Hmm. I guess we all kind of have monkey DNA a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but like it's showing. It shows every day. Oh, it's peeking through my white shirt sometimes if I don't you trim I got to yeah I mean it will be it'll be popping through a white shirt all day long let me personal question you do not have to answer I trim as well but sometimes I trim too short does it ever bother your your missus are we talking what what are we talking here we're talking the, what guards the central area oh just chest okay chest <laughs> oh jeez oh whoa, 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 whoa. no no I'm talking I'm talking oh, chest. I go all the way I go I keep it a little I keep it a little high and tight on the chest a yeah. little bristle um, the back, I go all the way down because that's just a well, yeah, and, that, and that's funny. The back is just yeah. disgusting. That's the hardest part to get to, man. Have you seen those ones yoga, where it's... Bro. Huh? I do yoga, bro. I can get So it you can reach... What do you... With just a razor? Yeah, just a razor. A bit? Like, uh, do you shape with no, a bit? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I got a pretty tight... Electric. Uh, electric. It gets pretty down in there. Oh, wow. Because I've seen the ones that are the back, especially for the back end of uh, a long uh, handle. Uh, Have you tried that? No, I haven't. It'd probably be a good idea. I don't know. I thought Have you seen the commercial for that one? No. Oh, my God. It's hysterical. I mean, this guy, the guy they have on there is like... Sasquatch? I'm bad. Yeah, this yeah. guy's not even... He's not close to human. Like, he <laughs> it's, like, well, it's like Teen Wolf, Michael yeah. J. Fox, it like playing fake. basketball. It looks yeah. fake. He does like one stroke with that thing. And, and he, it's totally it's like clear. All gone. I'm like, I, okay. It makes me wonder okay. whether how much of that is actually legit. But you have to do it. I mean, I did the waxing back in... I think I told this story, maybe. Back in hot, uh, college. Before spring break in college. For whatever reason, I went through puberty pretty early. So I was the hairy kid in high school. So was I. I. Mustache. They called me Pedro from Real World. That was when Real World was big back in the day. The gay guy who died. That's what they called me Pedro back in the day. I was getting bullied. That yeah. But you, but you took no flack. Oh, I'm no, sure I that care. I care. That with the bullies, you probably just not. I, it was like whatever. And I've really, I've really seen your spirit animal is. Who? Frank Grillo. Oh, Alvi Kalina, you're, you're Alvi Kalina. You're, I wish. That's who you. That's who you're like. I would strive to be. Yeah, that's who. When I, I was thinking of the other day, I was like, you're mm -hmm. like Alvi Kalina. That's what I thought. So I was I walking miss, across 30th Street in North Park. I miss that show. 
I know. Yeah. Sorry, right. but I apologize. You were getting, you know, um, you, you had the hair coming yeah, in at a young age, early. full beard, full beard. The the back hair came in like late high school. I mean, come on, you're you're in high school. You know, you trying, you got chicks. You know, you try to party at swim parties. You got the hairy back. It's not a good look. Yeah. It just isn't. Okay. So at the college, and it got worse. It, just, it kept growing. I was like, when's this thing gonna stop? So I tried the waxing. I've got a waxing story. Okay. So I went to TGI Fridays in Westlake, Ohio. About the restaurant? Like, not to get waxed. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was going to say, well, it was a one stop shop there at the TGI Fridays. You know that special Jack Daniels sauce on my back. Yeah. <laughs> just, just take, take the vat of hot um, French fry oil and just throw it on you. Well, I went to have some beers because I knew it was going to be How old were you? Go. This is right when I was 21. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So before spring break, I think of that year. Okay. College. Okay. So I went to the happy hour. I had a bunch of beers. I was pretty in the bag. Went literally twenty feet to the left in the shopping plaza, and there was a you know salon there that would do it. I've never felt pain like that in my life. Yep. I mean, I'm pretty good with pain. Like even my dental hygienist, like when she's digging and like gouging my gums out, she's like, "Okay, typically people are crying during this. You're not even moving. I'm like, it's fine. It's all mental. I can deal with some pain." Damn, savage. Not the back thing. Not the hair thing. That's what gets me. I was bleeding all over the place. Because, you know what? Why? Because you drank. The capillaries, right? Yeah. They were uh, yeah. loosened up or something, too. Yep. Probably. Something like that, yeah. But I had to go to spring break, and my entire back was like a... Like, it was a face. It was all burnt, like a, burnt, like a third-degree burn on my entire back. It was brutal. And then you get the ingrown hairs afterwards. The when it comes hairs, back, it hurts like uh -huh. a bitch. And I was probably... I was sleeping on, you know, beds in Daytona Beach. I probably had the sheets washed in two years. Oh, God. So probably all Sandpaper. Different Mites pictures. getting in there. Yeah. yeah. It was bad, but I got to shave. I got to do the shave. I feel like it's, it's my responsibility to the world. I'm a man. I, hey, I'm not going to apologize. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. But, you know, self-consciously. It's kind of weird when the, uh, the wife, you know, runs her fingers through your back and you know, comes out with pieces of hair. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I know. I'm self-conscious of that. No, I can see that. And I think also as guys... We expect women to be like perfectly groomed. We shave their legs, do all this. It's unreasonable for us not to do stuff as well. Very true. Look at you. Yeah. How 2018 of you. Look at you. We're already making these changes. We're coming around. Look at you. But I've the always. Old, the old, old sacks like dead Jeff. Ah, fuck it. Oh my gosh. Oh, you're shaving them. I'm a man. They can navigate those waters themselves. I don't care. Imagine, yeah. Get a comb, bro. Joe and Tony. <laughs> those two. Bygone era. For me, I've always been self conscious about my body hair because also I was a swimmer. And I was a water polo player, so I had my shirt off a lot. You had to be like a seal. I, I exactly a little Sweet. water snake, an eel just splitting around out there, kicking ass and taking names. So I was used to shaving, and shaving the chest is the worst because just like you talk about, it grows in sharp and it hurts and, and it gets all bumpy. Yeah, it's bad. And when it's cold, that's when it's the mm -hmm. worst. And I went to school in Syracuse, right? You went to you were in Ohio, so you know what it's like. All this, so it was bad. So then when I moved to San Diego, I'm like, hey, warmer weather. I'm like. I, people are like, uh, when you get waxed, how often do you have to, does it grow back? Like, oh, weeks. I'm like, great. Yeah. I'm doing this every week. This sucks. It was my Sunday night routine. Shave the chest, shave the head. Go to this salon over in PB, like where the Vons is, and that my oh, gym was over there. Yeah. So I was like, hey, this might be weird. They're like, oh, no, no, guys come here for that. And I was like, okay, cool. So I got it done twice, waxing the chest. <laughs> oh, Nelly. I mean, the 40 year old virgin scene is pretty accurate. That's exactly, yes. You know. It was completely accurate, and it's just not worth it. And so finally I realized, you know what? And every girl I talked to, or all my girlfriends, girls, I was, I was like, hey, does this bother you? They're like, no, not really. I'm like, the hairy they, chest? I know. No, they're like, not at all. They're like, I'm not really thinking about your hairy chest. Like, that's, right. I'm like, oh, okay. I think the chest is fine. 
The chest says man. Yeah. The back says ape. Ape. I mean, <laughs> the chest animal. says man, but the back says ape. Zoo animal. Like, that's it. That's yeah. just, that's what, that's what I think. But yeah. Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, how, so how do the females, well, I mean, hold on a second. There's dudes. There's dudes I know. You know who you are. They get, they get the, uh, the nether regions waxed. Oh, no, no. I mean, they, they squirrel those things. They squirrel the, the scrote and they rip. Or the, uh, the, the backside, too, is a thing, apparently. Yikes. I, I, I've never ventured. I trim. Oh, I trim. Sure. But I keep some there. Yeah. You're, I, you, I can see you are measuring your words extremely carefully <laughs> right now. I feel like I'm in a bubble. You gotta just maybe no names, please. But uh, no names ever. Yeah. Well, the 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 front side of the uh, midsection, I think it's reasonable. Some to, trimage is good. Yeah. Trimage is good. I think now, especially 2018, I think we figured out how to do it. You know, number one, you don't want to cut the scrope, right? I, you gotta I, be very careful. I never take a razor down there. That's right. Just, and if, if you do, you gotta get used to it. You gotta know how to handle handle the carriage and you know. Make sure this, there's no scared. loose skin, right? It's like doing a tattoo, right? The tattoo artist, got, he's got to stretch the skin to make sure he gets it right so in there. Go so batwing on it. And just Go batwing, go yeah. flying squirrel on it, and you got to really <laughs> get in there. But the one that bothers me the most is people do the, they do the, um, the, uh, the other exit. They do the, the back door. They shave it? Wax. Or just wax it? Okay. Like they, they, I mean, come on, you see Jiggles. That was a famous oh, episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, those guys, they're on all fours, and this and this, yeah. this chick is ripping the, you know what, out of their their crevice. That's that's brutal. I, this is, I'm not a wordsmith to begin with. This is going to be very difficult. I'm, <laughs> I think people can probably get the picture. They, okay. they, I think right. they understand exactly what How we're talking about. How do you about. do that? That's, that's, you couldn't pay me. No. You couldn't pay me. No. No, no, I don't think so. And that's something where I'm like, you just, well, first of all, I'm not sure that... Any woman, maybe for jiggle as they are, but any normal woman talking about this, like, oh, that's, uh, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> right. I, I'm not, you know. This, I, I, this is getting, you know what? Maybe we should switch gears. No, this is great. Shift gears on this one. But that's just, that's, that's just pain. That's pain for the sake of pain. I agree. Um, what have you been up to, my friend? Because we, again, four weeks not in the studio. We, we got a few phone pods in, the solo pods. Mm-hmm. We, we're keeping the train going here, but, um, it's not the same about being in the studio. It's not the I same at all. this release. The sweet release. And plus, it's it's so much easier seeing you and being able to interact with you and, and play off you like Stockton and Malone running this pick and roll. Whereas it's very, very difficult when we're on the phone. Like, I can't, I don't know when I'm talking over you. I don't know when yeah. you're about to talk. It's tough. So, you know what? Been working. Been doing the thing. Uh, been going out and about, Matt. I've been Living life. Enjoying San Diego. We've got a great city here. We, we do? Yeah. I haven't seen it for years. <laughs> Well, you but you always do your fair share of cool stuff. Your IG stories are money. Are they? Yeah. Why do I have like six followers? You've got like 6,000 followers. I don't get that. I don't really care actually about followers. Yeah, I don't really, really understand. Like, it depends upon how many hashtags you use, uh, and there's all sorts of stuff. I'm hashtagging all day long, baby. I know. I know. But listen, maybe once after we uh, break this big news, the follower mm-hmm. is going to skyrocket. We got a lot to talk about. Well, we do. Fight Boys Radio is officially broken. Uh, I liked last it. Week's it was very, it was amazing. So I'm looking to record that maybe uh, tomorrow or Tuesday. Where do you record? Uh, I got a few spots. Do you do it out in public or at home? Uh, no, I, when I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I had to figure out the whole mic situation. You know, the recorder situation. I tested a few things. Like my 
my Beats. I got the, the wireless Beats, but they have the mic. Not so good. The sound quality is great into the ear, but recording out, it's a little rough. Yeah. The actual, the standard iPhone um, buds with the mic is actually pretty good. Hmm. It's not bad. Now, do you, you know, need... As opposed to, like, putting my phone on the desk or... Because the then you can hear car. yourself and... Exactly. Hear yourself and just the little ambient noises that go on with a car driving by. Yeah. Like if it's just sitting out. Yeah. Those little things are challenging. And I hate, like, I've listened to a few of ours that were phone... And they were good, but sometimes I'm like, oh, if I was a listener, like when the quality goes a little haywire, yeah. you kind of get like slightly annoyed. I mean, even big time podcasts, like there's a lot of comics who have very successful podcasts, but one guy will do it like while he's walking around Central Park in New York and you want to listen because he's funny, but then you have sirens in the background, That's dogs tough. barking, yeah. you're like, okay, I just don't want to hear that. I yeah. need like good yeah. quality. I'm finding that's be that's more important to me than anything, which I would assume for our listeners the same. Yeah, which oh, is why I, just, I, I got to figure out the recording situation. The so you think getting getting one of those handheld ones? I like those zooms are nice, right? Yeah, those seem like the ones to use. Yeah, I'm still skeptical. Now. I know I haven't pulled the trigger on one yet either. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see. We got to figure that. Out. So, Boy Boys Radio official episode one will happen soon. Hopefully this week. Yeah. Assuming we get all this is a soft stuff. opening we had. A little, yeah, it was a little test. A yeah. little test run. Well, it's good. Great information there, Matt. As usual, you flow well. You have all the knowledge. You, I don't have enough to speak on it. Well, but there's no, so much you going good. on. I need to get some guests, though. I'm thinking again. I'm thinking of doing a um, maybe a standing episode with uh, with Jim Wyatt. Oh! I want to get Jim in there. Jimbo, that old seal. Uh-huh. Uh, you think he'd come your way? I don't know. We'll see. That'd be good. You know, once a month, maybe, for boxing talk. Yeah. Oh, he'll talk your ear off about that. He's not much MMA, but, you know, a little boxing chatter. You get him going on boxing. You never get him good, to stop. I need to line up some good guests. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You want to hit upon some of the highlights right now? Nah. Eh. Nah? What is that? <laughs> well, I did see that uh, Luke Rockhold put oh, out a yes. fight with Weidman. Yeah. UFC 230. He's all banged up, apparently. Uh, Jocker. Those guys go so hard at AK. It's every time. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's yielded them belts, right? Yeah. So I guess you take the good with the Yeah, player. well, for sure, for sure. But they, they do have that stigma, for sure. But, so, okay, you know what that means? That means that now, uh, I am, we are not going to hear about Rockhold belly aching anymore. Can't do it. If you're just pulling out of fights because you're, you know, you're always injured. Very true. Very stop. True. Stop it. Do something. He's been out for a while, though. He yes. He's kind of a forgotten guy. He absolutely, remember? You know? He was so fired. He was so money when he took the belt. Yeah. Took it from Weidman. I mean, it was like, damn, this guy, he might have a stranglehold on this division for a long time. Nothing. Where's he been? He's gone. MIA, witness protection. Milk well, cartons. He started doing, you know, what a lot of the fighters are doing now. They're getting side gigs. Movies. He was doing modeling. Reality shows. Reality shows. Yeah. And I think you just kind of forget. Can't blame him. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They need to make money. So I get it. But I think it's hard to do both. Very, very, hard. very, very hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a couple guys who've been able to do it well. Um, Bisbing actually did it very, very well. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in like what triple X movies. He was filming triple X before he took the fight with Rockhold, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's you have to. It takes a certain, excuse me, very special amount of discipline to be able to pull that off. Even some of the guys who are doing commentating or desk work for the UFC, like Woodley, um, Cormier. I mean, those guys are super successful. They have belts and they're doing a lot of extra work too. I don't know how Cormier does. It. That's pretty impressive for Cormier. Because he's doing desk work, he's doing commentating, he's the captain at AKA, yeah. two belts he right now. He wears so many hats. Um, 
I just saw that he's inter he's interviewing, he's setting up potentially his next gig after retirement, which is uh, more of the desk people or commentators for WWE. He's a massive wrestling fan. Oh wow! I mean, he's he does it all. He's like the one guy who does it all pretty well. It doesn't seem like it phases him. Can we talk about Cormier for a second? Yeah. Two it, more fights, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Derek Lewis. And then Brock, I think, is the Brock. Book, right? He needs a, he wants that, that retirement paycheck. Yeah. He well, better be careful. Did they still make the Brock fight if uh, Derek Lewis knocks him out? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I Maybe, maybe they don't. And Derek Lewis, you got to be careful. You can't. You cannot play around with that guy. Nope. Cormier is an interesting dude because of everything you just said. He, I think there's, um, he's been unfairly stigmatized because of the whole John Jones thing. You know, John Jones fans, they're a rowdy bunch. Oh yeah. Like, have you seen like the things they say on commenting on like his Instagram and like yeah. YouTube? Like, they go hard. They are, and I'm like, who are these? Honestly, I'm, I'm gonna come out and flat out say it. They are the worst of MMA. Wow. Like when you think about like oh the, these meathead fans, these guys, who just, that's who the John Jones fans are. Yeah. They're awful, and they're just and they go so hard. And I'm like, here's a guy who's been nothing but classy, right? Who actually has never been in trouble, as far as I know. Um, who does everything the right way? Who has things lined up for him? Everything going for him. Good family man. All the jobs you're talking about. Savvy businessman. Fantastic champion. Lost a um, child too. I did not know that. Years ago, yeah. I did not see there. Yeah. And then that's crazy. That is crazy. And then just to be able to come back and do all that and just be still such a good person. Yeah. And so well spoken, Olympian. Yeah. You know, and people just all over him, all over him, and it's it's gonna be he's gonna be so he's so underappreciated. He's great. He's he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Despite the Jones losses. Despite the Jones losses, he he is going. Belts in multiple promotions across multiple belts. That's great point. Strike force. Yeah. Uh, top five? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That, maybe top three for heavyweights. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm, or maybe even yeah, <laughs> top I mean, two. I mean, steep A. And I'm thinking like across all of them. That's the, that's the Oh, well, that's, part. that's, yeah. You really got to analyze all of them. That's, that's true. Fade, fade, or, fade or, God, yeah. that'd be a podcast. So that's a good, that's a good podcast. You get some experts in the room to rank all time. All time. Across all of MMA, even yeah. Japanese MMA. Um, pride, pancreas, all of it. Yeah, and I, I just don't have the expertise no, in that area I, I to talk need, about that. I would yeah. need to have many tabs. Oh yeah, lined up on some the serious research. To go through it. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a cool little exercise. Though. That would be. Maybe we should do like a. Kind of like that. Okay, let's 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 yeah. talk off there. Yeah. But um, in any event, at least for UFC, he is certainly yeah. you know one of the best ever. So um, I like the guy. I like him a lot. I in everything that's happened, looking at the Jones situation through a new lens now. I'm like, eh, I used to like Jones, but now, I don't know. I'm kind of done with him. Well, it's just, it's too much. Like, it's always he, something. He's just the guy who is the most talented in the room, but can't fill the, the easy gaps. You know, just being a just good person. Just, yeah, exactly. Be a good person. Don't don't yeah. F up. It's very weird. Um, it's constant with him. Him and uh, Gustafson. Yeah. Last card of the year. That should be interesting. They, you know, I talked about it on the last episode a lot. So we're going to get into it. But there's a lot of good cards or a lot of good fights that have been made uh, in the past two weeks that should, you know, cap off the year pretty nicely for the hardcore fan. I mean, the fringe fan is not going to care much about Jones. 
Gustafson no, or, or no. Holloway Ortega, but for fight fans, those are all must watch. That's fights. huge. Absolutely. Cannot wait. I mean, even like Kevin Lee, Iaquinta, like that's, that's a oh, fight. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, Poirier Diaz. But there's, yeah. I mean, even the female fights are, are pretty good. Finally, we could see Cyborg and Amanda Nunes. I can't wait. We've been that. waiting for that one forever. Are, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. And also on that card is um, Zingano, Megan Anderson. Oh, that's I think good. As a backup, should someone, someone get hurt? Yeah, get fall hurt. through. Yeah. But still, if that one, if that fight just happens as it is right, right. there, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, there's a fight next weekend. UFC next weekend. There's been some boxing this weekend. I just need to really get someone on the podcast to try to wrap my head around everything that's happening with how you watch fights. I can't. I can't do it. Like I talked about it a lot last week, and even the Cannon and I were trading some texts this week about. Um, you know, DAZN signing Canelo, the $365 million deal. I mean, another another serve, like another thing I got to do to watch it's the fights much. I want to watch. It's too much, but man. But hey, they, they're crushing it. So they got that ex-ESPN guy running over there at DAZN. Skipper. Skipper? Oh. He's man. over there. Whew, okay, so he's he's uh-huh. risen from the ashes of his cocaine. He had, he had like a drug thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That you would know. I, I think I, I looked up a little bit. But yeah. he went down in flames kind of, right? Big, big time. Big time. Now he's running yeah. the new, the design. If everyone, gets his, everyone gets a second chance. Just signing people, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know what? I'm, I'm actually okay with that because out of all the things you could possibly have done wrong, mm-hmm. you have a drug problem. Guess what? I was smoking last night. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You know, that's one of the, that's, that's so, so milk toast compared to a lot of the other things. If they say he got fired for something else and this, that, whatever, I'm cool with that. But I was thinking back, Matt, remember when we first became friends? 07, 08. Oh, do I? At first you were kind of like, who is this little gremlin? This little gizmo. Do not feed him after midnight because he's going to destroy my city. But that was back, um, Netflix, well, it was maybe just getting started. Okay. But it was, there was no streaming. It was just discs. You know, there wasn't really anything to stream. You had we had DVRs, but um, for the most part, you wanted to, the good shows were on network. That was like when The Office was was sure. around and the days of that CBS had good stuff, and we would be able to keep up with everything. It's like, oh, Friday Night Lights, yeah, that's great. You watch it, I did because that's the only thing on. Right. Unless you wanted to watch USA shows, and so that way we, I was able to see everything. You were able to see everything. Now right. it's too much. I made a list of all the. I listened to some of the podcasts. They talk about the new TV shows, and I write them down at work. Right. I have a list. There must be 40 movies and 60 shows. They're like, oh, do you see that Amazon Prime just dropped their new Romanovs from the you creators can't. of Mad Men? I can't keep you up can't. with it. There's not a time to do I barely get to a, a one exactly. or two shows that I standard are standard on my list. Exactly. I mean, that Mayan show. Yeah. Um, I watched 20 minutes of the first episode last night and had to take care of something else with the kids. And I don't know when I'll see that again. Exactly. Like I, my DVR yeah. is out of. I'd start deleting stuff. I'm, I'm at 25 percent room. Yeah. yeah. Should I watch mine? Am I in it? Well, um, I can't tell you. If okay, so you like Sons of Anarchy? It's I do. it's essentially just the same thing. Right. There's just well, I honestly though, and that's why I'm kind of out on it. I've seen the Sons thing. Yeah. It's just more of the same. The only difference what I like they did is remember like from the very beginning we meet Jax. Right. The first time we see him, and they're oh he's the vice president, heir apparent. They're like this is going to be your throne someday. The main character in this is a prospect. Right. So he's starting from the... You know what it reminds me? Remember in Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. Everything was pretty much the same, but your character's a little different. Uh-huh. This is it's the same thing. This is just Grand Theft Auto, only a different city, different club. I mean, for me, the characters, were, they have to grab me out of the gate. You know, like Jax grabbed you out of the gate. Um, yeah. What's his name? Um, is it Perlman? 
Yeah, right, yeah. Like, the, the Clay, president yeah. of this club is, like, this little guy. He kind of doesn't have a presence It's it's yet in, no. in the first 30 minutes. So yeah. maybe I'm, you know, not, I'm judging it too early. Yeah. But they haven't, it hasn't really grabbed me so far. Is it supposed to be, like, San Diego? It's supposed to be in? San Diego. Because they're, yeah, they're uh, always going to Mexico right. through tunnels. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing that, okay, I can't I can stop saying that, but... With Suns, the first season, I don't think you even really know, or the first couple episodes, that there's other charters. All you know is that there's mm-hmm. this charming charter. Yeah. Right? You know who the president is. You know this. Well, in order to start Mayans off, they had to bring back some familiar faces. The, yeah. So they brought back the, the old president. guy. And then so you're like, wait, so how does he fit into this? And so I had to look it up. And if you go on their FX website, it has a bio for each character. He's the national president. Okay. Then you have the chart. But he's always coming in. But he's like deferring to this guy. So I'm like, who do, who do you listen to? Who's yeah. the main guy here? The characters, not that good. And what kind of pisses me off a little bit is there's always so much of, like, there's one scene where the guy finds out he has a daughter. And then he's like, I messed up, man. I'm trying to make it right with my daughter. And everyone's like, good for you, man. Mm -hmm. And then the president, he tells another guy who's the big, like, enforcer guy, sort of like happy. And he's like, tell him to take the day to be with, to spend the day with his daughter. And he's two feet away from the guy. (laughs) And he goes over, he walks over, puts his hand on his shoulder and says, be with your kid today. And the guy's like, thank you. And I'm like, this is so lame. That would never happen. That's so yeah. dumb. And it's like, no, uh, you, right now you guys are in a huge fight with the cartel and you have to mule all these drugs and A, B, C, and D. You're not going to take the time to be like family values, brother, for our drug running operation. <laughs> and that's, I just, I hate to me, that's when it gets so cheesy and lame. Yeah, I get it. And so, but it's just more of the same. Somehow though, the original sons, they were able to do that kind of naturally. Like, yeah. They were the yeah. protectors of the town. Yeah. They did some messed up shit. They went down this weird downward spiral because of a lot of different things, but they were able to always kind of come back to we are protectors of this little town. Yes, and they didn't. They didn't sell drugs. I think they were anti-drug, right? Yeah, like they they, they were selling guns. guns to, and they were selling them to Ireland, right? So it's like not even in this country right. where there's it was like, okay. It seemed like it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, the, let the Irish deal with it. But with this, they're sided with the cartel. Right. And there are some other side storylines going on, but when it comes down to it, and then they just start killing people right off the bat and shooting them. Like, they get into a gunfight in, like, Pasadena or something mm-hmm. in the middle of the city. Yeah. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And you can't – it's hard to get behind this this crew. So I don't know. Should I keep it? Should I keep, keep going? Keep it. Keep it. Right. I'm going to give it a season. All right. But do you remember there was a, a season of Sons where it got so complex with the FBI yeah. and Danny Trejo, I think, was in it, yeah. and the guy from The Shield who was the chief of police or yeah. whatever? I think it's going to be heading down towards that way. And then if that's the case, I'm tapping. You're out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had to tap out a few shows. Like I tapped on Ray Donovan last year. Th- that was so bad. Yeah, I still have it, but yeah. I don't even know what's coming back. I don't care. Shameless, I'm done with. This has got to be the last season. Yeah, well, it has to be because what's her name is gone, right? And she's the whole show. She's the whole show. Frank can't carry a show. She, yeah. It was all about how is Fiona going right. to get. But I was so pissed off watching that show last season well, when I'm she, like. Okay. Last season. Last season and the okay. one before. Where I'm like, oh, what do you know? Lip, who's the smartest guy. Lip is the John Jones of Shameless. Yeah. He's the guy who has all this potential. Yep. He can go to MIT. He can't and, get it done. No, he can't. Always F's up. He goes, falls back on his substance use problems. Oh, here's Fiona. She's a, finally in a good situation relationship-wise. Finds a way to screw. It's the same thing. Oh, Carl's just being crazy. <laughs> and then Walking Dead, too. Oh, my God. Well, I was out in The Walking Dead after the last year, too. I can't... To your point, they are recycling like the same little yeah. story every time. It happened with Dexter as well. Yes. Oh, that, that got went that went so long. bad. Can we use that as the cautionary tale of what, what'd you say? Too long. Yeah. And and, and it was the finale was just a complete fumble. Yeah. 
cluster F. Right. That's why I kind of like the Suns finale, because they're like, we're just going to put a big ribbon on all of this and end it. Yeah. And they did. Actually, the best example of how to do a show, Fast and Furious, with no regard for, hey, we need another season, is Banshee. Banshee yes. said, we're going to go hard. And we know we can't play the storyline too long, right? They could have went two more seasons of crap. Yeah. And just kept like, Okay, Hood is the you know ex-con who's yeah. impersonating a sheriff, and oh, here's a new character we'll introduce, and Kai Proctor's now here. They're like, nah, let's just go fast. We know we can't do this for a long time, and they went out hard. Totally, that's what I appreciate. They're like a comet, right? They burn bright, and they're red hot, but they're they're quick. Do people know about Banshee? Not a lot of them. I have I to mean, tell people about it. I recommend anyone who's looking for a new show. It's not much time. You have to invest. four seasons, yeah. four or five seasons, and they're they're fast. Ten episodes, and right. you get sucked into it because it is just yeah. sex and violence, yeah. and I and it, it's so outrageous, right? Everything that happens in this tiny town. This is the most effed up town in America with <laughs> the hottest chicks and the most attractive guys all just hooking up with each other and then just random killing. So right, it, it's. And I think people are turned off by the name, which I don't blame them for the name. You have to give it a shot, but I think people think, oh, it's a ghost show. Or something like that. but right. no. And then you tell them, no, it's a cop show. And they're like, I don't want to see a cop show. And you have to say, no, it's not like a traditional you cop can't, show. It's hard to explain what that show yeah. is in one sentence. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. You just got to watch it. It's, he's a great character. Dude, that guy's awesome. It's a great character. Lucas Hood. Lucas Hood. I forgot. Anthony Starr, I think, is the actor. Yeah, that's right. Who, I, he's New Zealand or Australian yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And this, another show is, um, uh, oh, God, Spartan? Oh, Spartacus? Spartacus. Oh, that, yeah. Another one where it's just like, you know, you got green screen yeah. action, you got insane scenes, but if you, you know, my whole thing nowadays, especially with the, the dregs of, you know, one hour each way commutes to work and then nine hours of very mind-nubbing work is I want nonsense now. Yeah. Some, tune know, in, tune out. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can see why people like things like the Kardashians now because oh, yeah. they go to it and there's like, Ugh. That's but, me with the Housewives, man. I yeah. put it on and I can go about yeah. my business. Right. I yeah. mean, same with those shows. It's like, I want to be entertained. I don't want to think about reality. Like, Shameless is a is a very good show with, with all the kind of social, economic, yeah. and cultural issues that yeah. are going on in the yeah. background. But, you can kind of relate to a lot of them. So, like, if you're watching Shameless and one of the storylines is Lip, who has the drug and alcohol problem, and you think, oh, man, I got a family member who has that. Like, it brings you back into, like, your life, and you have to start thinking about that, right? Yeah, absolutely. But Banshee, it's so outrageous, you can't relate to anything in that show in real life. You don't, you're not saying when you're watching Banshee, like, oh, yeah. What happened to me today on the way American to American fighter who uh, raped a bunch of chicks and then got... And is running drugs through Pennsylvania, through through the Amish. Oh, yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. You can't. No, you can't That's why it's great. Yeah. Same with Spartacus. Totally. Yeah. Because that's just completely out of the realm. That would never happen to you, but you can just get lost in it for a while. Right. Yeah. Speaking of manscaped, how are those, how are those Spartans, how are they keeping all those that nice yeah. shiny muscles back then? Always, constantly covered in baby oil yeah. while they're sword how, fighting. Yeah. How are those women so well trimmed? Yeah. <laughs> Shaved with a spear? Where they don't even have toilets, you yeah. know? They, yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. Oh, it's the best. That show was good. That was a weird one because the main actor died. I know. And they did a pretty good job. They did, yeah. Uh, I don't know how they did it. I was a little skeptical at first. People are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But hey, check it out. They kind of did some prequel stuff, right? They did. They went back. Yeah. Which I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. But then they wrapped it up. And, and even though... 
because the ending, the last two seasons were so different from where they were headed at first, but it worked. And it's also a true story. I mean, it's right. based right. on history. Yeah. They did a good job. Um, I was actually thinking about going back to the well on a few shows, just because nothing's really like, I'm a documentary guy now. Like, give me you an hour documentary so I can learn something. I want some recs from you. Or maybe give our listeners some recs when, when you're done. Yeah. Well, Searching for Sugar Man's phenomenal. Ooh. You have seen that one? No. It's actually from 2012, and it's kind of ironic because the whole premise of the documentary is about the one of these guitarists, this Hispanic guitarist from Detroit, named Rodriguez. Who do you know who Rodriguez is? I don't. You wouldn't if you're just a guy who maybe doesn't like have a really in-depth knowledge of music. Like you don't, you're not you're not listening to vinyls every night and like listening to new music. Right? No, you don't. You're not. You listen to what's maybe hot now. You have some go-to bands from back in the day, but you're not going way back or way deep into like kind of subculture music. This guy was compared to like Bob Dylan back in the day. This Rodriguez. Oh wow! His music. Download some of his music. It's so good. He sold like a hundred albums in the states. Okay. Okay. So just never took. Never took. But and somehow an album got to South Africa. Okay. And he became a megastar in South Africa. Wow. Like millions of millions of buys in South Africa. And he never knew it. And he kind of fell off the face of the earth. He quit music because he wasn't making any money. He didn't think he was working, being successful. Working, working construction in Detroit, just to, you know, live in this poor, rundown neighborhood, never knew. And finally, like in his 60s, someone was like, You're a goddamn star. And he never knew. And he never knew. Never knew. And he wow. started doing concerts there. Made a bunch of money, gave all his money away. He's still alive, lives in the same house in Detroit, lived in for the last 50 years. Wow. But his music is like legit. How cool is that? So, watch that's a good one. Searching for Sugar. Man. Is that on Netflix? It's on Netflix. It's a good one. Still alive? Still alive. As of, yeah, I mean, well, the documentary was in 2012. So, the kind of the ending of it was he still lives in this house. He's X amount of years old. So, I, I would assume he's still alive. But okay. All right. It's a good one. Did, did he ever end up getting any money? He did, but he gave it all away, I guess. Like, this kid, he had, like, two wow. kids. And just said, he's in. That's cool. Yeah, he's all about the music. That's the whole point. He's like, he's just about the music. Never, it was never for anything else. But True artist, huh? Yeah. And the other one I want to see, I haven't seen yet, but I'm, I can't wait to see it. It's called Three Identical Strangers. Okay? Okay. The short version is, this guy goes to college. In his first few weeks in college, he starts seeing people around. And they're like, hey, Bob, what's going on? He's like, my name's Steve. Like, no, Bob, I met you at the party last week. He's like, my name's Steve. Finds out his twin brother, who he never knew. Separated at birth? Separated at birth because of the same college. What? So they become, like, best friends, right? A few years later, they found out they have a, se- a third. There's a triplet. A triplet? They didn't know. So it's like the trailer. Watch the trailer first, and you'll be like, oh, shit. It's kind of like this happy, like, go-lucky story. Like, they found each other, but there's a backstory about why they were split up. And it was, is it bad? I don't know yet. I haven't seen it. Oh, but you know the trailers go from like happy uplifting for the first thirty seconds of the trailer, then here's the hook. Yeah, and you have thirty seconds of oh something else is going on. Here. Yeah, I suggest that it's got very high regards from a lot of people. Yeah, there you I, go. I do like the docs. The thing, I, it's hard to sometimes for me to carve out like two hours. I get it. to sit down, but I, I need an hour, hour and thirty minutes. But you life. you stay up late though, right? Yeah, I gotta be, yeah, but I'm a weirdo. Yeah, I got issues. No, no I clearly. <laughs> 
We all do, right? Doing this podcast with you on a Sunday morning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what are you doing here, man? Now, that's good, though, with the pod. I mean, because, yeah, I can watch the new Amazon Prime show. Or I can watch the new Netflix show, and mm-hmm. I'll crank through it. But at the end of the day, I'm like, oh. Sometimes it feels like it's homework. Exactly. And I'm not really. And I'm listen, you know me. I'm all about, like, learning new things. I'm constantly reading. I'm all the time. I don't know how you do it. I just, I'm jealous of you there. Because I don't I, I just. I, yeah, but you've also got two kids. You yeah. have two young kids. When I started reading, I fell asleep. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why. And sometimes if I have a hard time sleeping, I'll just grab the book. and then Yeah. But uh, I, it, for me, it's almost like I get OCD. Mm-hmm. I have these books. I'm like, I got to finish them. Right. And then I have like a spreadsheet of the books. And like when I create a spreadsheet. I do. Like at my library, I've got them all cataloged. I got, I, I've got issues. I've clearly got OCD issues. Well, we all do. You're scratching yourself like you need a Tie one off. in your arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to touch on the NFL real quick? Yeah, we'll let's wrap do it. it up. How are we looking on top? We good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, it's been so long. I mean, the last time I saw you, there's a lot of positive energy towards my beloved Browns. And, uh, I still think there should be. Eh. They had a tough one against the Chargers last week. But uh, by the way, are you aware that the Chargers are now five and one after tonight's after today's win? They'll screw it up. Oh, they won today. They just they won in London oh, against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure the people of London of jolly old England were yeah. glad to see the Chargers oh, and the Titans. These poor people. Do people go to those games? Some do. Because they do it in a big stadium, right? It's Wembley, Is it right? Wembley? It's not, I think it's, it's like a hundred thousand people. No, they, they they maybe get like what fifteen. And it's <laughs> stupid because what the the somehow the NFL partners with different businesses there, okay. and then so like. Half of the businesses are like, okay, you're supporting the Chargers. And the other half are like, you're supporting the Titans. Uh, so you'll yeah. see the guys making so fish and chips, wearing like these, yeah. with the you know, Tennessee Titans snapback hats with the tag still on it. Uh, They're like, I could not give two Fs about this team. Gross. It's so bad. My, my favorite, my all-time favorite was, this is like 2012, long time ago. We sent over the 0-4 Vikings and the 0-4 Steelers to go play. We're like, great, these poor people have to watch this garbage game. I, I think the NFL is garbage. I can't, I mean... It's hard to say I'm not gonna watch because I it's such a, it's ingrained. In it's my what roots. we're used to, it's man. What we're used to, yeah. but man, it's if you're watching, and I people are gonna say I'm just a complaining Cleveland fan, but I no. mean for me, there's been at least one or two major shit calls or non calls. Two oh per game per game. Oh that yeah. Have affected the outcome. Green Bay's been fucked by them. I mean, it's almost... And then you got guys like Mike Tomlin who goes on record and gets fined and complains and the next week after he complains. The next week after he goes public complaining, gets a fine from the NFL, the next week his team benefits from a clear pick play to win the game. Yeah. It's so obvious the referees know who's mad, who they need to be scared of. Hey, we got to make up for this guy. Exactly. It's And it's what? Three or four teams? It's Steelers, Patriots... Uh, yeah. Who else? Who get the calls? Maybe um, the Cowboys. Oh, uh, I would say yeah, maybe Cowboys. The teams you want to win. Yeah. That's it. And they're getting all literally all the calls. I mean, go and then Gruden got saved against the Browns. They wanted Gruden to win, right? He needed yep. the snide, or else it'd be trouble in paradise for him. Well, it still is. But that they is were hoping that might have turned freaking the, disaster. Turned the tables. Yeah. If it hasn't. It, no, you're right. It's become so. I, I don't know what to watch anymore. It's just not as entertaining. Yeah, the scoring is up. Have you seen they're on pace to score like a record amount of points? I, I, Scoring's I, up, but whatever. You know what I'm having more fun doing? I'm having more fun not watching football on Sunday from 10 a, 9 a.m. if you count the pregame till 8.30 p.m. And going out with uh, with the Empress. We're doing things in San Diego. We're going to the freaking pumpkin you. patch today. You're yeah. an adult. You know I love my Packers. Guess what? I'll check in on the on my phone. It's, I if think, I catch honestly, a game, I catch a game. I think the trend's going that way. Yeah. And if someone like you 
Who's driving that way? Yeah, I think that's all. That's all I need to prove my point. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, I'm switching gears a little bit, but I think it's kind of going the way of the NBA. NBA to me is unwatchable. Yes. It's a four horse race. It's, it's that. If you're not a fan of one of those teams, go go get effed. Yeah. Right. Why even bother watching? Why? This? I'm I'm a Kings fan. I'm, I'm guess what, Matt? I will not watch one game this year. I haven't watched one game. I want to look at the numbers for the NBA package. Are people buying it still? Are people in Minnesota and Indiana? I wonder. Are they really buying it? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, if anything, those teams, if they're diehard fans, they're getting local feed anyway. Yeah. Like, they're probably not watching. WGN or something Rangers like that. Yeah. Rockets. I mean. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I think they're in trouble. I, th- I do too. I, the super team thing is just, to me, it's the worst. That was the worst thing that could have happened. Freaking NFL. And the NFL. I mean. What's the state? Of, okay. What are we looking at right now? I mean. It's 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 Chiefs. It's Chiefs Patriots against uh, let's say uh, maybe the Steelers mm. or no. I can see them flaming out. Yeah. No. Okay. So Chiefs Patriots in the AFC. Yeah. In the NFC, I think you got to go Rams Vikings. Rams Vikings. I was gonna say Vikings. Yeah. Rams for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Can we just get there then? Can I get? Can I? It's just right now. Four fourteen January, playoff right now. Second week of January or whatever that is. Can we just do that? Yeah. I'm not gonna be spending all my time watching this stuff anymore. Spending every waking hour. Remember how often I would just check? We'd send emails. You and I would have novels going back and forth about the NFL. And I don't want to talk about the wasted time. It's going to make me sick. I know. What we could have been doing. Sick to my stomach. Um, in the fantasy world, by the way, I'll have you know, the bakery with another victory last week. Once Three again. Three in a row. Uh. Uh, we're looking okay. we got some issues at wide receiver, but uh, I think we'll be fine for now. Um, the loser of this past week, Mike, he received his gift today did he enjoy it actually as we've been sitting here did he did he send you a little a message? message via whatsapp with the rest of the crew um so if you if you're a fan of the show the bakery is uh, our, our team here in this league of 12 with uh, some people in san diego and after a victory the bakery likes to send some baked goods in the shape um, of a phallus i've been mixing it up though only because i haven't had time to make my phallus cookies mm-hmm. um i went i took a piece of chocolate cake to Noel's house after he lost the week where he was so excited about Eric Ebron getting him 30 points oh, on Thursday. on Thursday night. And he lost by a half, half a point. point. Yep. And I had on the cake Kamara because he had Kamara in the Monday night game. He only needed half more point from Kamara. That was the Drew Brees record-breaking game yep. where Kamara wasn't being ran. No, because Ingram came back, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I had the, it was Kamara's bitch was written on the oh. cake and oh. dropped off on his doorstep. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, B-word? Can't say that one. Uh, In that context, it's part of the joke, though. I think we'll let right. it go. We'll let it go. Yeah. That's a saying. Karma's a B. Yeah. That's been, that, that's that's been like that yeah. for years. Yeah, that's good. So can I help you with the next one? Yes. Or be involved? I still think what we need to do is just go buy one of those cookie cakes from Ralph's and just I, and, and cut I haven't out like... I one yet. Oh, I'll get one for okay. you. At work, yeah. So for this week, though, Mike, the loser, uh, is on vacation with his family in wonderful Hawaii. Oh, oh. So the bakery made a call to the Courtyard Marriott in Hawaii. No, you didn't. I did. I did. This is amazing. And I had a mud pie delivered that said with a note, the bakery always delivers, no matter what. <laughs> That's amazing. And so here he is. Oh, such a we'll sad. Such we'll a post s- that today. Post that today. That has to be one of the first things a that we sad, put on our sad Instagram. Face. So sad. And knowing that he is just not. So good. The. The bakery goes to Hawaii, Jerry. We don't stop for nothing. We need a win this week. Uh, we are playing Dylan this week. Who, I'm bringing it up right now. You don't know Dylan, but he's a, he's a character. He's a USC fan as well. 
And I would love nothing more than to send him a nice treat this week. And Ooh. he actually texted me and said his doctor told him he's now allergic to baked goods, but if uh, he loses, he will gladly accept a delivery from Omaha Steaks or Butcher Box. I said, nice try, sir, but you're getting baked goods. Yeah, or Ritz crackers. The, the, chop, the team's not the chop house. He's going to the baker. No, exactly. This is the butcher shop here. What he's going to get... He's going to get, if he doesn't want that, then I'll find a way to make him like some oatmeal, gluten-free, protein-infused cook. Yeah. I do have an wants. idea we'll talk about offline. Okay. Okay. So he's in bad shape right now. He had a rough Thursday night. He had two guys going for Arizona. So we got to win this one. Ooh, he does have Marlon Mack. I know. We're going to have some problems. I try to get Mack, too, on waivers. Oh, jeez. But you know what? You know what we have going against his Marlon Mack? We counter with Christian McCaffrey. Right. Well, we need a big game, sir. Kareem Hunt against that. Uh, listen, I think we're in good shape here. All right. Well, we got Flash Gordon. Two, two Browns or former Browns, you know, Landry and Gordon. We need both those guys to step up. Or Air anyway. Force. Already, Landry's got a catch. Enough uh, fantasy football talk. You want to wrap this thing up? Let's do it. This has been a good one, guys. About 10, more, 10 minutes more business to talk after this. Yep. I'm going to get out of here, and uh, you got to do the same. And uh, enjoy the Sunday without football. Sans football. Um, so, again, Fight Voice Radio, official episode one, looking to go down uh, maybe tomorrow or Tuesday, depending on some uh, – technical issues so hopefully we'll have that out there chapter 37 itunes soundcloud maybe some changes coming in the near future with all of that so stay uh, stay tuned folks follow at jerry 26 at last boy scout underscore matt on the gram and on twitter and new website coming soon hopefully that will have all the information you need to get a hold of us i think we're good let's get out of here